everybody and welcome to part two of the episode of Grey's Academy. Now, remember, double check what you're doing. This is part two. Listen to part one first. We would like to take a moment to apologize. We are off the rails in part run. one. Part <laughs> run! <laughs> part run. We are running all over the place. Part one, we were having, we're sleepy. Um, it was discussed and normally what happens is one of us keeps the other in check. We kind of go back and forth and today no one is doing that because we're both very tired. Um, and we apologize for that. And, um, we're going to, unless you loved it. And in which case you're welcome. Thank you for the support. Um, I hope it wasn't your first episode. It was probably a terrible first episode for anyone to listen to. Um, but uh, we are sorry. Thank you so much. And we're going to get it together maybe in this episode a little bit. We'll see. <laughs> so um, we're going to start with everybody's favorite segment, Living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland. No. I am so kidding. Living in Shondaland. <laughs> I was like, how far off, how far on the rails do I want to go with this? And I was like, no, no, obviously give the people what they want, Carmen. Okay. <sighs> okay. Do you remember, did we do, do you remember from like day one or did we start doing that later? I, we, we did. We did do we living did in Shondaland. Day one. Yes. Because I remember that was like one of the things we talked about in oh, okay. our like planning piece. I see. But it was very, it was very simple. I think it was very elegant. Now it's like we're at a rock concert and I'm just like mm-hmm. yelling in like my best uh, combination of Creed and Mouse Rat. So, um, you know, well, now. <laughs> in that case, we would probably have done this person before, but she's the only one. So we're going to do it again. <laughs> okay. 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 Hmm. Hmm, really? It's a girl. Okay. Why is this so hard for me? Is it is it Olivia? It's not. But okay. um, I thought this Dr. was like a trip. The the woman who delivered the baby. Oh, okay. okay. I don't know if you recall, but in the first season, there's that baby that like keeps turning blue. And Meredith's like, this baby keeps turning blue. And she's like, this is normal for this baby. And then she gets Birkin. It was not normal for the baby. Because mm. she the other girl was also an intern, but not a surgical intern. She was a I don't like I do delivery. not remember that. That's okay. It was a long time ago. It's probably the third or fourth episode. Goodness. So yeah. Um she her name in real life is Carrie Higuchi. Higuchi. Um, she played Dr. Chen and she was in an episode of Scandal. But oh, also, I'm okay, going to be honest, wonderful. I'm questioning because I really feel like The Sun was also in an episode of Scandal. He now, would have been my guess. But now, I, maybe it's a different actor who just like reminds me of him. Because I just don't think it was on there. I mean, I know I checked. I wouldn't have You, checked. I know you always check. I do always check. This is a real life investigative, 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 in, investigative. investigative. I think they're both correct. Inves- it's like tomato, tomato. Well, we're doing a really good job staying on track, and you know, he hey, hey we have else, so. we're exclusively talking about Grey's Anatomy content. We're not talking about our lives here, although yeah, he wasn't uh, you know. Else. 
But he reminds me of the guy in Scandal. I don't know if you remember this, who like was like he blew the whistle on um, that program that the NSA was making where they could like hack into phones and watch people. And then he oh, stole his yeah. watch. He reminds me of that, that actor, but it's not bit. him. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Speaking um, of uh, Olivia Pope, Olivia the nurse. Again, rest in peace. Let's talk about Izzy. Let's. I think she... Let me just say, don't hate the wig. But also, is the hair, the short hair that she has, is that her actual hair that's growing back? No. That's like also her, a wig. Catherine The Heidel? short hair? Yeah. Or No, they did not actually shave her head. They didn't shave her head? That was a fake thing? That was fake? Yeah. Because she didn't think- actually shave her head? No. Oh. Wow. So it's like not that hard to do a wig cap. Bald cap. I a lot of am makeup, very curious. A lot of time in a chair. I'm curious what I would look like with a bald cap. I don't think I have the head for bald. I think your head is probably shaped well. I feel like it's rounded. But you do have a bit up here that Ooh. might fade too much in if it's bald. I don't mean to say you have a big forehead because proportionately to your face and body, it is the correct size. But because of the volume of hair at which I have, it offsets it. No, if I I were to have no, no hair, I think it would look weird. I, well, (laughs) it might, we'll see one day. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we won't. Hope not. That would be, that'd be unfortunate. Regardless. Weird. Grey's Anatomy. Carmen, come on. We're only five minutes. Yes. Can't stay on task for five minutes. No, no, but here's the thing. I didn't, I didn't realize we, we were talking about, this is all on topic. I didn't realize that it was a bald cap. What I was going to say is I liked her. She said it was red. It didn't feel red to me. It felt like it just brown. It was like Auburn-esque. Okay. Definitely. Like, so if I'm going to go, if I'm going to be like, I want to know what it's like to be a redhead. I'm going to get like Ariel hair. Yeah, absolutely. Marlo would go up to you and be like, Ariel, I did, uh, did you know, if my sister was in high school, she dyed her hair that color. No oh boy. So that's a bit intense. I, that doesn't shock me though. Yeah. So, but also when she is laying in bed at the end of the episode, which is very cute, it's a cute scene. She's got the short hair. I assume that was just her hair growing back in real life, but she also looks cute with the short hair. Catherine she Heigl, look good. your she face looks good like with all anything, hair. Yeah. So it's the, the joys of being just stunningly gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, no, I, I, can you imagine if she was like, I don't like the lines I, or the writing I've been giving on this show and I would like to leave. And they're like, no, shave your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your contract. We're, oh, we're yes. uh, instituting article 14 in which if you request out of your contract, we get to decide when you shave your head. Uh goodness. Yeah. So really good, really good Izzy episode. Really good Alex episode. Glad we're finally getting some of that shit back, Alex. Thank you very much. Um, We like it so much that we do want to remind you guys, go to www.patreon.com slash Grey's Academy Pod for all of the hot, stanky content and follow us on Grey's Academy Pod on Instagram and make sure to email Kelsey all of your fun thoughts at Pod at gmail.com and leave a five-star review wherever you listen. That's what Alex is saying in this episode by how good he's treating her. Spotify wrapped in your Apple replay. Yes, and tag us. When he keeps basically 
so the, there is there's one point where I thought he was being a little bit um overbearing. But then I said no because she's being she is being dumb. She's being she's not taking care. She's I guess yeah, dumb is not the right word. She's being irresponsible she's because she's actively bad choices. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like this is not again, it's just, it's at the point where it's not just about her. Like he is caring for her when she is ill. And he is continuing his role and like being supported. I mean, but you know, we'll get to what is said at the end, but I, I think he does a, for the most part, a good job at like keeping it professional. I do like, Oh, you know, you kind of wonder when she pulls her or when he pulls her out of a room with a patient, I'm like, okay, could you have just waited like the three minutes until she was probably going to be done with that. But I also like understand the urgency, you know, it was already like an hour past when she was supposed to take her medication. I don't know the logistics of medication, um, cancer medication post, um, like chemo treatments. So I don't know, but I'm, I'm kind of on Alex's side and he's not, you know, we've seen Alex be a huge dick and he's not a huge dick in this episode. No, in fact, he is being a huge dick to cancer in it's true in, in saving Izzy's honor. Like the scene uh, where where she's she he does pull her out of the the surgery, the room. No, I, not the surgery when he pulls her out of the room mm-hmm. and the intern is with her and he said, go get her purse. And she goes, no, don't go get my purse. And he says, go get the purse or I will hurt you and I will and like I will it. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then it's she's funny. Like, oh, it's funny you stuff. Can't treat me like I'm sick, and he's like, "You are sick. Like you can't yes. act as though you aren't. Like you have to. This is the new normal that you have to adjust to. You can't just go back as if everything is fine. Like I understand again because of the merger, like where she's coming from, and saying like, you know, I want to make sure that they don't think that I'm like a liability or whatever. And I'm like, then don't be right. Like, just take care of yourself. Yeah. But that scene, you get. 30 seconds and you get every emotion that Alex has to offer. He threatens the intern. He mm-hmm. fixes her wig. He says he'll stop hovering if she doesn't act like an idiot. Then he gives her a kiss mm-hmm. and then That's walks cute. away. That's cute. It's like a good it's summation cute. of their relationship, I think. Yeah. And I, it's episodes like these that really make me want to continue to find out more about Alex. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for the day where one of his family members comes in mm-hmm. unannounced. Who's coming? Ooh, his dad's dead, right? Do we know that? I'm not going to tell you the answer to that question. I feel like I remember, does he have siblings? A brother, a brother or a sister. A a sibling is going to come in because he has a sibling, right? If he has a sibling, they come. (laughs) And if he has a parent, they come. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Um, okay, I like when he so, forces her to eat the banana and he's giving her the water with yeah, the straw yeah. in it. And then like when she leaves and he drinks from the straw, I just think that's so cute. <laughs> yes. uh, the little choice of just being like, <laughs> <laughs> the side of fucking that. gerbil side drinking. Oh. So cute. Um, yeah, I'm definitely on Alex's side um, throughout it. And then, you know, she's trying to push him off, which I'm just like, when she's fighting, then other then Derek's like, take this out of the OR. And then she gets annoyed. And he's like, well, like, just come out here and like, do it. It's fine. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, when she does just give in and take the medication and take the little bites of banana and then just goes back in, I'm like, perfect. Like you work together as a team. You didn't really miss anything. You were out of that surgery for less than two minutes. Like 
you if you're gonna go back to work you have to adjust it to make to be with your new normal like that's just the reality also what for all of the personal things that we have hated on Derek for, mm-hmm. is there any doubt truly in your mind that if she said, hey, Derek, can I take 30 seconds to take my cancer medication? You think he's going to say, what the, you're, no, I'm off going to Weber right now. You're yeah. off the merger list, Izzy Stevens. Uh, I think I think that would maybe just be right into a lawsuit if anyone did that. <laughs> Uh, I'm hoping Um, this hospital has FMLA. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and like, that was the whole thing when he says, you know, you're coming back three weeks early. And she's like, well, I don't want to, you know, like I want to come back and prove that I'm good at this job while I still have a job. And I'm like, well, I see both sides, but I disagree (laughs) personally. Yeah. Also, I think technically uh, a layoff within someone's fmla they would have to still pay them for the time of the leave but i don't think that they can rightfully retaliate in a lawsuit as long as it's founded and consistent with everything else but i don't know the lo- i don't know enough of the logistics of fmla stuff I don't know but shit <laughs> <sighs> i'm just glad that she's alive and i'm glad that she didn't die even though i did predict that she was gonna die and i still you predict she's gonna die so certain she was gonna die in the season five finale <laughs> Which she yeah. did. So you're she only did medium wrong. But you also she didn't double stay down dead. on she's definitely not going to be in season six. And here she yeah. is being a doctor. And instead, um, yeah. Shonda took George from us. Gone too soon. R.I.P. Uh, yeah. And so. Um, what else about Alex and Izzy? Oh, when she first. The end scene. Oh. Well, oh. we'll no. When she first shows up in the wig and he goes to Meredith and Christine. And he's like, don't say anything about the wig. <laughs> And she oh, just and shows up and she goes, yes, bitches, I'm back. First dibs on trauma. And then, then they're like, she what? doesn't get the trauma. <laughs> no. Uh, they're oh, speechless. Offhand, Christina makes a statement that Alex is Bailey's new favorite or whatever. Just wanted to note that. I did. Um, yeah, I did see and that. And then. What else about Izzy? Oh, when she goes back and the, her interns are like, you're back. And Graciela is like, my mom's whole church prayed for you. I'm like, that's actually so sweet. It is. I think that's very sweet. Yeah, um, I like I like them. Yeah, Some of those too. interns. I hope she made it. My prediction is that she... The merger killed her. Hand to God, could not tell you. I literally have no idea. <laughs> I actually don't remember. <laughs> Someone is yelling at their their car radio oh, right yeah. now, going, sure "She lost." She's or she's alive. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So the end of the episode when they're back at the trailer, and Alex is like, oh, "What does he say?" Precisely. Let me get it. The precision. It's all about the precision. While um, you look that up, just want to reiterate, even with the short hair, I know they're trying to make her look like someone who is regrowing their hair back from cancer treatment still looks stunning yeah. with like the, the bleach blonde, uh, short, like pixie looking cut still looks great. Mm-hmm. Also, the wig looked good on her. Honestly, uh, it would like that cut and color looks good on her. That wig is a bad wig because it looks fake. It's not made with real hair. You can tell it's like plasticky. It's oh, an, a totally. more affordable 
wig and it looks that way. Unfortunately, real wigs are very, very expensive, which is sad because a lot of people who go through cancer or other illnesses where they would lose their hair, it's like that's not going to be their priority. And it's like thousands of dollars. Um, so if you Dang. do grow your hair long and you donate it, just do uh, research to the the companies that you donate it for. Cause I know locks for love is a big one, but they actually charge the people to buy the wigs. There are companies that don't charge the people for the wigs. Um, how do I, how do I, if I'm in that scenario, can I shave my own head and keep my own hair for my own wig? I don't know, but I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, you would, mm. your hair has to be long. I don't think they, most places, I think you have to donate at least eight to 10 inches of hair. Mm. One time in high school, I cut off 13 inches of hair. And donated it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. I I have such mad respect for that. Yeah, I used to do it a lot. I've never grown my hair that long. I might do it again. I am growing my hair out right now. So we'll see that. I don't know in the next, I don't cut my hair very often because my hair grows very slowly. I don't think I've had a haircut since before Ben was born. But it looks so great. You're doing Thank wonderful. You. Yeah. I listened okay. to our episode the other day when you complimented my, hair, my haircut. And I want you to know that that was the only compliment I got that whole day on my haircut until Did you Jessica see anybody else? Home. Well, Jessica. But, like, I didn't see her all day because it was on an off day. <laughs> so she came home and it was like, oh, nice haircut. And I go, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then no one at work for two days complimented my haircut until one person that came in. That did always go, did used to piss me off. Yeah. When I would go to work when after you, a haircut and no one would say anything, I'd be like, bitches. But then I realized I would wear my hair up almost exclusively at work. And so when I would wear it down, people, would, they don't know that it's yeah. significantly shorter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have it. Also, okay, awesome. Let's hear it. Okay. They're in the trailer and Izzy says, I forgot he was dead today for a few hours in surgery. I forgot I had cancer and I forgot he was dead. And Alex says, but George is dead, which feels harsh. But I under but when you continue, it makes sense. But George is dead and you do have cancer. I want you to keep doing what you love. You're a great doctor and you have a fantastic future ahead of you. But you've got to step up and start taking care of yourself. You've got to take your meds. You've got to eat. You've got to pace yourself because I can't be your nurse. I can't. I feel like that's fair. And it's good communication, like from the get go. Like you don't want to be doing this thing and then be resentful. He's like, I cannot do this. Like you have to take responsibility because he can't do his job and do that. And he also needs to be able to focus on his job and not be worrying that she's not taking care of herself. So for both of their sakes, she needs to take care of herself. And I, I, again, I actually really like this moment of communication. Cause like, this is when you, you set these boundaries and expectations before it becomes an issue. And then no one's mad and frustrated and resentful later on. Yeah. So it's also Alex. Very much, very much so. It's also super cute that he's doing it on the tail end of a day where he successfully did it. There was no resentment. Mm -hmm. He was very kind to her. And it wasn't the harshest thing he said was, you're being an idiot. Yeah. But in his defense, she was being an idiot with how she was treating her own body. Yeah. Taking the the cancer treatment for granted. Mm -hmm. So... I I agree with that. I agree with her uh his his stance on how he's force, forcing her to make sure she's eating and taking her medicine. Also, when he said but George is dead, it was not like 
sarcastic. There was no yeah. underlying dick tones. It, it was like, very much yay, like George's. It was yeah. more just like, I understand that you had that moment of like forgetting because you were doing what you love. But the reality is George did die and you are living with cancer. So like both of those things are still true. Like just because you are going back to work doesn't mean you can just act like nothing else is going on. It was more of just and, like a moment, a grounding her in reality. Yeah. And we're at a point where she has gone through a trauma healing journey, journey of losing George, mm-hmm. not necessarily a complete journey, but she's dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And she's also gone through the, the most traumatic thing that a human body can go through, which is just poisoning your entire body to destroy mm-hmm. the cancer and dying and dying. Yeah. In your husband's arms. So she's gone through these wild traumas and this is a nice pivot away from where last episode saw Alex be. And I, and I, I also love that it's kind of one of those things where, so Izzy made the first step of saying, this has to stop. Let's have sex. Let's do this shit. Let's communicate and be, and, be and, and communicate and be a married couple because that's mm-hmm. what we are. And Alex in this episode has taken her first move and run with it and is really supportive Continuing, and really yeah. there. So I, I, I'm very happy with this episode on how they're both portrayed with yeah. their love, their marriage, their relationship. And it makes me root for them. And my new prediction is officially that Izzy lives. She does not die. She leaves the show. She leaves the show on her own. But she goes to do work for raising cancer recovery awareness with Alex. Alex and her leave together. When? Season six. She has to go. Okay. That's it. When in season six? In the middle tomorrow. Last episode. Last episode of season <laughs> First six. First episode. First episode of season six. She's gone. <laughs> yeah. But I don't I don't know if I like that either. Losing two characters again. So they lost George in season five, losing Alex and Izzy in season six. Losing Mark and Lexi in season seven. Losing No, I don't like that prediction either. I don't know. I don't know. I'm done. I'm done making predictions on this, but I feel like she doesn't die anymore. I think I'm ready to back off that. But if she dies, I swear I will I will be pissed for the rest of my life. If finally now that I am off of that prediction bandwagon, she now dies, I will hate everything. <laughs> Especially if she dies next episode. I'll be so pissed. Oh <laughs> So good. Just like a like the fourth episode. Can you imagine? It's not even a season premiere or season finale. They're just like, uh, four or yeah. five episodes in. Just just kill her. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? She wants to leave. Give her no speaking lines in that death episode either. Cute. See how she acts those non-speaking lines. So yes, very, very cute. Love that love them in this episode. Anything you want to add for Alex and Izzy specifically in this episode? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just a good episode. I liked them both in it. Um, so yeah. There was. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to add about them? 
No, I don't think so. There was uh, uh, the lunch table conversation we get doesn't include Izzy, uh, but also Alex's part of the conversation doesn't include anything about the relationship. So I think that's all I have for right now. Yeah, no, it just they say like, oh, this the surgery got switched to an open craniotomy or whatever. Um. Oh, that's when he says she can't handle a craniotomy. Yeah. Because and it's, he goes uh, way longer. Long time standing. Oh, that's I guess we could talk about this specifically. So she she's clearly struggling with her stamina, but she's not failing. She's not like falling over. She's not. She's struggling, but she it's not world ending. But you right. could that scene where in the middle of the surgery where she's like, take off my cap, take off my wig. Yeah, I actually I, really like I can that do this. scene because she's like now caring for these people is more important than me, like, quote unquote, looking like I am ready, like looking like I'm not um, fighting cancer, a cancer patient. Yeah. Um. So I like that moment where she's like, this wig is making my life more difficult. It's not actually serving a purpose, a good purpose. Just take it off. Like I'm, I can be here. I can do this. I can find ways to make this doable for myself. Yeah. Love it. Very powerful scene. So, yeah. Good, good All right. Scene. What's next? Um, Bailey and Lexi and their patients. Mm, yeah, a lot happening. Should we start off by Bailey, tri- uh, not Bailey, Lexi tripping with all of the blood in her hands? Oh, God. So bad. There has to be ramifications for that, right? Like th- there's at least a performance write up, a coaching of some sort, right? doesn't seem like it in in this fake world yes it doesn't seem like it but in the real world right that like that has to happen i mean it feels like yeah it would happen i just think that that's a that's a tough scene to watch it's a tough yeah, scene it's unfortunate I'm trying um, to get to my. Yeah, and it's like right off the like it's first thing in the episode. Also, I love Mark and Derek's like, don't tell me Lexi's not worried, and then she just explodes blood everywhere, and he goes, "Oh, Lexi's worried." <laughs> Bless him. What a good Mark and Lexi episode. He's such a good boyfriend in this episode. I he's love a good him so much. He's a good dude. I enjoyed him. Also, in in the. Uh, the intro, I, for, I I forgot about this because there's something that we see that we don't even ever come back to. They're talking about Christina's trying to get on Arizona service. And then there's mm-hmm. a dude who lost his cheek and you're just yeah. looking straight in through like, to his teeth. In like a, like a motorcycle or ATV accident or something. Dirt bike. Yeah. Yeah. And What's then. That? Wait, what was that movie? That decom? Motocross. Motocrossed. Motocrossed. <laughs> uh. So then uh, there's at one point when they say that Arizona's merger proof because she keeps her ba- she keeps kids alive. Yeah. And then 
where were we, where were we also, saying? Also, Meredith is like alarmingly calm and cheerful in this whole episode. Everyone's Always. Like, the whole episode. Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> and she's like, it's fine. It's because I had a traumatic childhood. I'm like, is that why? <laughs> yeah. She says, I've been in an unstable childhood. Maybe it's because you did therapy and now yeah. you're like doing better. And that's why you're calm. I get calm in a crisis. But, but then at the end, you're when healed. she's like, I've been calm. If someone gets cut, I'm not going to be fucking calm anymore. Yeah. Because then it would be real. And then the yeah. therapy doesn't work when it's real because you haven't continued the is therapy. It's a crisis. It's not just the concept of a potential crisis. Right. Crisis and concept of crisis is different. Uh, so also there's a scene in the beginning when Derek is like going to walk to Weber's office. Oh, yeah. And Mark, and Mark, is Mark like, tries to talk him down. Because he's yeah. like, no, you're going to say something mean. And Derek's like, yeah, I am going to say something mean. And then he says, take a walk, grab Meredith and take a walk. But it's in his George Washington voice when he says, Jefferson, Madison, take a walk. Hamilton, take a walk. Guys, never forget when Carmen didn't want to see Hamilton and I made him. Cabinet rap battle part one. And that's the scene after that when Lexi just, just falling with the blood all over. Oh. No, Lexi's worried. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Poor Lexi. Poor, sweet, beautiful Lexi. Yeah. So where do you want to start with this with this patient? Um Tom or what's his mom's name? Julie? Judy? Jody? I don't know. Uh Jody mom? Crowley. Sixty year old driver lost consciousness and hit a parked car. And then the son is like, it wasn't a parked car. They hit us. Um, so her son. I want you to know that I thought there was going to be more. I thought there was going to be more to that. I thought there actually was going to be like a payoff where he was right the whole time to be paranoid. And there was someone who was actually trying to kill his mom. I was hoping there would be more trauma. It's ju- he's just has I a sickness. Think that would have like, yeah, he just is mentally ill, which, you know, a lot of us are. Um, yeah. So this is like an, another level obviously of um, like living with mental illness and his mom is like, she says caring for him is a full-time job and she, that's all she does. And she knows how to talk him down from his, his intrusive thoughts or what. I don't know if that's the correct term. I think it is. If I am misusing that term, I apologize. Um, but he has, like certain levels of awareness because like later on he is when he's talking to Lexi, he's like oh, making jokes about being. A it's a schizophrenia guy. joke. Yeah. So, and the mom like knows his trigger. She's like, Oh, the number five bothers him. Like really specific things. Um, he's also like, obviously it makes sense being hyper paranoid is that he's like hyper aware of everything. So obviously Lexi had to change her coat because she, fell on all the blood. And so her new coat doesn't have her name in, um, embroidered on it. And he notices that. And so he's like, you're an imposter. And which honestly, I mean, if she was an imposter like, and then she tries to cover for it, but like tries to stay calm, which then he perceives as being more shady. Um, because so it, uh, Lexi takes him to go get his wrist x-rayed because he injured his wrist in the accident and they try and get Alex to do it. And Lexi says, you know, Alex is going to be a grumpy dick. And then the, that's going to make the patient more uneasy, which is also probably correct. Um, so, yes, Lexi does have like a very calming presence. And I think in a normal situation, like she probably would have been 
like one of the best people for that job. However, circumstances did not set her up for success. So he thinks that, you know, he says something and she's like trying to explain and talk him down. And he's like, you think I'm an idiot? You people are like always coming after us. And he fully like throws her into the wall and then down onto the floor. It's it's aggressive. And it was very aggressive. Um, And then she's the seat when she's looking for him. And she's like looking behind, a, like in a in a wastebasket. She looked in like the medical wastebasket where you put used needles. Yeah. And then she looked behind a baker's rack of just office supplies. Yeah. And Mark at one point is like, "He's not there. <laughs> like, who are you? And what have you done with my Lexi? Because this person is not Lexi." Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's she's funny. She's a good. What's this actress's name? Shyler Lee. Shyler Lee. She is a good actress. Yeah, she really is. She's incredible. Can I tell you that Lexi might might be my number two? Let me just say, I, I remember when I watched this really disliking Lexi for a long period of time. And I, in this rewatch, I'm like, I really only don't like her for like two episodes. Cause I'm just like, there's a time and a place to deal with your family yeah. drama. And in the middle of a trauma, like a medical trauma is not that time. Um, but now I'm just like, why did I not like her? I am curious if if there's people out there and you're you're going along this rewatch journey, the characters that you remember not liking and mm-hmm. now you're like, oh, they're not so bad. Right. Like, let or us if know. You loved them and now you're like, wow, Derek fucking sucks. Let us know. Because <laughs> he does. Uh, Isha, don't worry. I will talk her down later off air and I will make sure that she knows that Derek is not terrible. He clearly can't be that bad. He won sexiest man of the year this year. Listen. Again, love Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> this is like Captain America. Okay, I love Chris Evans. I hate Captain America. All right, it's that they're not. It's not the same. You guys, do you, you just know about you just acting? awoken. Do you guys? I don't know think you've acting? ever. I I don't think you've ever said that explicitly on this podcast. 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 Gast. We were aghast at your comment. This podcast. So I'm really. I I want you to know that I think you're opening yourself up for a lot of. Um, that's fine. This Backlash. might be a hot take. I really don't like Captain America. I find him to be awfully awful and awful and awful and annoying. And I don't like a lot of the Captain America stands. They really bother me a lot, but I love Chris Evans and he does a good it's, job playing that role. I don't like the character. I don't like the yeah. character of Derek. Patrick Dempsey is great. Patrick Dempsey is beautiful. Mm. And he was rightfully awarded that title of sexiest man alive this year. So. All right. Who is more attractive? And I will ask you the question. Actually, no, I'm going to ask you the question. Don't answer. Don't answer. It's Zac Efron. (laughs) Who is more attractive? Before we break for a message from these sponsors, Zac, not, fuck you, Zac Efron. I was like, it's, if you put him in there, he wins. Patrick Dempsey, at the same age as Chris Evans. Patrick Dempsey in 2023? Uh, okay. Yeah. Pa- okay. All right. All right. Exactly right now, Patrick Dempsey or Chris Evans, you will answer that question after a word from our regional sponsors. One of the best things about finishing a great book is knowing that you have another one ready to go in your to be read pile. 
with Book of the Month, you can make sure that your to-be-read pile stays stocked and ready to go. Each month, you can use the app to select from five to seven titles vetted and curated by the team at Book of the Month, focusing specifically on debut authors and early releases. If you can't choose just one, you can always upgrade and add more from your selection. And if that TBR pile starts to get a little too tall, you can skip as many months as you need to give yourself a little extra time to catch up on what you have. Personally, I am a huge fan of suspense and psychological thrillers, so I was very excited to see multiple books on the selection list for May that fit that description. I selected two different titles, both of which are set in Washington State, just like our favorite show, Grey's Anatomy. I thoroughly enjoyed The Return of Ellie Black, the first thriller novel from Amiko Jean, and have Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch ready to read on my road trip next week. Right now, you can sign up for Book of the Month and use code PEDALS to get your first book for only $5. That's code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, to get your first book for only $5. Watch out for that blue box at your door and get your TBR pile stocked and ready. And we are back, and your answer is... I actually don't know. That's a tough one, They're right? both very... Yeah, Patrick Dempsey has aged so impeccable, and also, like, because of all the Sexiest Man Alive coverage, I've been, like, watching interviews with him, and he's so charming. But so is Chris Evans. They both are. So here's... They're both very charming and likable in interviews, I, obviously. I don't know them. <laughs> I also have... I don't know them. <laughs> yet. Um... I, I also have a hard time with that. I think I le- I'm leaning towards, I think I'm leaning toward, oh, well, it, de- it depends though. Okay, hold on. Because I think Chris Evans with a beard gives Patrick Dempsey more of a run for the money. Chris yeah, Evans yeah, without a beard, Patrick Dempsey wins in That's, my opinion. I would probably agree with those statements. That's my thought. But God, Patrick, or Chris Evans in um, Knives Out with that, Big ass chunky old sweater. Fall, fall cardigan. Yeah. Watch no spoilies, but watch Knives Out if you haven't. And also watch Glass Onion because it's also really good. Oh, gosh, I cannot wait. They're doing a trilogy, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I cannot wait. I just need a whole I need a whole series. I I I would watch literally watch anything about that detective. Uh, Absolutely. What is it? Uh. Uh, Daniel Craig, what's the name of his yeah, detective? Something with an M. Everyone's yelling at their. Everyone's yelling. Ryan is screaming. At yeah, his right it's now. it's um Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, yeah. Foghorn detective Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. Um, again, we're very, very, very tired. This is not our fault. His name is Benoit Blanc. What? Be- yes, Benoit Blanc. Yes. Yeah. When you said it, I don't know why you like. It sounded like you're saying his name is Ben Ben Wablong. His name is For- <laughs> Benjamin Wablong. <laughs> okay. We're My last better. name is Wablong. Ben Wablong. Okay, we're done. All right. <clears throat> All right. I knew he was going to attack her. When okay, Patrick Dempsey. Wait, no, no the guy, Lexi. Yes, the guy, Lexi and yes, Tom. Yes, the guy was... Yeah, att- he Tom? gets upset, Tom, and he attacks yes. her and then runs away. And then, yes, she's looking for him, like, behind very skinny poles and, like, 
where there's nothing. Like she's just looking in corners that are exposed. And then she finds him and he falls down all of the stairs. All the way down. But we wait. We do have to shout out the moment between her and Bailey when she goes to talk to Bailey and um, she says, oh, like I uh, like I can't find him. I lost him or whatever. And she's like, I'm going to fix it. And Bailey says, stop talking. I'm going to stop listening to you because your words are the words you are saying are hurting me. And then later on, Lexi says, are my words hurting you again? And she goes, no, no, no. Sweet, sweet baby Lexi. They're helping. They're great. You're actually doing a really good job. Full Um, redemption arc from from blood on your face uh, to, you know, here we are. Saving the day. Uh, Yeah. So Jody, the mom, needs surgery because she has a huge, a abdominal aortic aneurysm that is. She's pulsating like a, yeah throbbing it's huge. it was like what it's like 75 percent chance you're gonna die within like a second it, or something it, yeah like a, a 75 it's it's got a 75 percent chance of rupturing every every second it could yeah. rupture at a 75 percent chance yeah, miracle she got out of bed is what they said lottery ticket absolutely she is lucky also for the life of me this whole episode i was like i think she dies I really think she dies. And then she it was did. a happy I was ending. Like, I was like, I'm going to be really upset if she dies. And then she didn't. And I was like, well, that's good. But I really thought she did. I I would have put money on either one of them looking or being and living in Shondaland. They both just have like very every person kind of yeah. faces. Like, yeah. it, like it just felt like I'd seen them before. Yeah. Same. Um. So, yeah. Uh, happy ending. Yeah. So. Tom technically doesn't need surgery, but basically what Lexi presents to Bailey, because both people don't want surgery. Like Tom doesn't want it because he's paranoid that they're like trying to get him. Uh, And Jody doesn't want it because she's like, if I die, like no one knows how to take care of him. Like I do, Um, which I understand. Well, but not really because Bailey says without this surgery, you will die. But she thinks that she, yeah, she's like, well, I need to try to like set him up for six. Well, also, I think what she thinks is she's going to die either way. Like, I'm either dying today or I'm dying when this thing ruptures. So to her, I think the surgery means she's going to die in surgery. That's fair. Which luckily is not the case. Um, But yeah, so Tom falls down the stairs. His spleen is messed up. He's bleeding, but not enough to need surgery. So they don't want to do the surgery for various reasons. Lexi goes to Bailey and she's like, what if we just do the surgery at the same time? Then they can also both be in the hospital through recovery together. This is a very good plan. Lexi does a good job. Also when she goes, when he is restrained later in the hospital bed and she, and he is telling her about one of the thoughts and she shows him, he says, I, I am afraid that they put a camera in me during the ultrasound. And she pulls up the scan and like explains everything to him. Um, she does a great job like connecting. And she says like, you know, I'll leave this up for you so that anytime you have the thoughts, you can just look at it and know that they're not real. They're just thoughts, which is like very, very nice. Um, and a, Lexi's a good doctor. She's a good doctor. She's a good person. And so, you know, Bailey likes her plan. They end up doing it. Everyone's okay. It's a good time. We love that. Also, this this gave me a thought that I need to look up because I don't is all is all schizophrenia paranoid, but not all parent like um I'm not really I need, sure. I, 
I need to look up the, di- the difference between paranoid schizophrenia and schizophrenia because what's, what's the one where you have it's split personality, split personalities is not schizophrenia. Um, hold on. Paranoid. I think schizophrenia versus yeah. real time research on the podcast guys. Um, okay. So what, what is paranoid schizophrenia? Uh, oh, okay. So paranoid schizophrenia or schizophrenia with paranoia, as doctors now call it, is the most oh, common okay. example of a mental illness. So it's a kind of psychosis uh, where your mind is not agreeing with reality. And people with paranoid delusions are unreasonably suspicious of, of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the symptoms are fixed beliefs that seem real to you, even when there's strong evidence they aren't. Yeah. It's also, you know, she says, the mom says my husband left when my son first got sick. And I wonder when that is because, you know, this could be something that presented when he was really young. I actually know somebody in um, my life who this presented very late in their life. And it unfortunately had like very drastic negative consequences. consequences on their lives they it just didn't go great but it came really really late um into like like 40s or rather 50s actually um wow and it's just like really kind of surprised came out of nowhere um so it's interesting to me and i wonder like what the the situation is in this storyline um with with that, like, because she says my husband left when he first got sick. And so you wonder, like, was that, you know, was he a child? Was How he early on? a teen? Yeah. Was he late teens, early adult? Also, I want to add in one more uh, piece from uh, the ClevelandClinic.org. Paranoid schizophrenia is an outdated term for the condition of schizophrenia, but paranoia is still a common part of the symptoms that people with schizophrenia experience. So okay. I do just want to clarify that. That's a, that's a real time learning that we're going through right yes. now. So thank you for going on that journey, everyone. That was, that was fun and educational. I guess I was confused because I didn't know if there was a difference between if paranoid was, schizophrenia yeah. and schizophrenia, but schizophrenia is or the just actual, paranoia, which yeah, right. So, um, so we get the happy ending. It looks yeah. like, uh, you know, they, they get to do the surgeries together. And I like that scene at the end with Bailey where he's like, where she's like, look, here's the deal. I'm going to poke my own finger so you see that I'm not a robot or an alien. Boom. Bleeding. Red blood. Yeah. I like that, too, because there's a lot of, like, hesitation from Tom. You can really see that. And I love, like, the real, like, he, I think you can see that he does, when they explain, you have, like, your mom takes care of you, but now you have to take care of her. And, like, there is, like, you can see that he wants that, but he also is like, but you're trying to get me essentially like, so he, it's an internal battle for him for sure. But he, you know, uh, but yes, I love when Bailey is like, look, I, I am a person. They're not just trying to like bully him into it. They're trying to like help him like believe he is safe. Yeah. Also, I guess my question after that was if they have him sedated, couldn't they just keep him sedated longer? 
he seems to be in a very clear mental state when he's on the sedation. Well, medicine. originally they weren't going to do the surgery. Like Lexi says, no, 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 it's right. technically an unnecessary surgery. So I think No, no, I'm I'm saying if if the mom had to go under and do the surgery, couldn't they just keep him sedated throughout the entire surgery and the recovery? Well, the recovery, she's probably going to be in the hospital for like a couple of days. And technically, like if he is fine, they're not going to keep like they would have to discharge him at some point. So basically, he yeah. now okay, is also I get what you're under the hospital like coverage as well. Got it. That makes sense. So, yeah. Good idea. Good idea, Lexi. Good. She's good episode. A, she's a genius. genius. And safe from the merger, apparently, for round one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what else? Was there anything else with that storyline that we needed? The only thing I wanted to say is two. Well, sorry, two things. One, when Lexi was yelling at Olivia about the the site consult, and Olivia oh was God. like, "Don't you? No, 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 no! Don't you put that yeah. on me?" Respect. Yeah, absolutely. And then before that, they made it such a dramatic point when the guy said, "My mother's been impregnated by aliens." And then that was their dramatic reveal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then nothing happened. There was not a single alien that we know of in this episode. Right. Correct. Disappointment. But, okay. <laughs> Give me all the aliens. Keep the demons and the ghosts out, but I'll take the aliens. So, anyways, that okay. was my that was, those are my final thoughts um, on, on that. Was there anything else that we needed to talk about? Well, we have uh, the lunch table scene. Just to really quick go over that because Christina's funny. Uh, there's the end scene. And I think I want to talk a little bit more about uh, the, the end scene with the HR where, <gasps> where they're actually like. Oh, yes. The end scene with the baseballs. I love one of my love favorite scenes so far in the show. That. It's so great. I love like the bonding because I feel like we get a lot of Derek and Mark. We get a lot of Christina and Meredith. Meredith and Lexi yeah. not necessarily three of them together and we don't like it's Owen is also being like welcomed into this little group this little like oh, family which warms my heart so much mm-hmm. yeah I love this scene and it's just like also the joy that Christina feels when because she doesn't hit the ball and then she hits it and she just like gets so excited and I'm just like yay I'm so happy for you yeah as I have I have some questions as a baseball player my entire life. Number one, it is so dark. How are they playing? Number two, where is the field that they were able to access it publicly with the lights on? Number three, is there not a law in Seattle about drinking in public? There's got to be some kind of law about that. What you forget is doctors are rich and rich people do whatever they want. That's right. I did forget that. Also, I just want to point out one last thing. That is not the clothing ensemble that you want to wear for baseball. But I'm glad that Christina is just obviously so stoked. And then Lexi gets up there and they're like, you need to just hit some balls. Don't worry about this shit anymore. Hit some fucking balls. And yeah. they cut right at the last at her swing. It's just it's just cute. It's it's yeah, nice. It's a really good. I love this moment. I love it. I love it so much. Meredith wasn't it. there though. Meredith was there. She they just was. don't show her hitting the ball. Okay. 
I have to go back and watch that scene again because maybe on that scene I'll notice her being a little bit pregnant. Unlike the cutout. Three and three. What? Um, it was the three boys and the three girls. Oh, okay. So they were yeah. got it. Okay, very cute. Very cute. But I want one of those pitching machines. That's uh that's something that I want to have in my my backyard someday. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, but with a full field and lights and stadium seats connected to it. Right, right. Obviously, obviously. Small dreams, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Attain- attainable goals are important. Yeah. Um. And then I was going to say on the the lunchroom, the lunch scene where they're sitting there mm-hmm. at the table, uh, and Christina is eating the last pudding on purpose because she's a diabolical <laughs> monster. Meredith has the line of specifically saying she doesn't want to use her dead mommy magic to go talk to Weber. And Alex wants the surgeries, but then Lexi kind of has this like, Hey, listen, I want you to know, I, I really admire you, Christina. Like in case I don't get the chance, I admire you and you're really pretty. And then she tells Meredith like, this sucks that I'm about to get fired because we were were just getting getting so close. close. (laughs) Yeah. So um, that was kind of a cute scene. I liked that. I, liked really that. I want to make sure I call that out. I also wanted to, I wrote down um, when Lexi is panicking, looking for Tom and Mark is trying to help her. And he's like, you need to calm down. You have turned into a crazy person that I do not recognize. <laughs> Can I and then, get Lexi back? And then she says, you don't get to be charmed by this because this is not oh, charming. No, no. That was when she fell on the blood at the beginning. But yes. So good. No, it's so the same cute. scene. No, it's not. I'm looking at the transcript. No, she's she's. Oh, it's it's different. Oh, it's it it is different scenes, but it's not after the blood part. Part. It's when she is looking around hi- for hiding. He she's. Ah. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm like it's the same one, right? Yeah, you're right. At the beginning, she says, "You don't get to tease me about this." That's, it's yes, it's I see. Yeah, it's very similar. Very similar. Okay. Poor right. Mark is oh, just trying to make her feel feel better, and and she is just so on edge. Bless her heart. Yeah. Bless bless, bless her, her heart. heart, and good on Mark for trying. And then when he does think that she got cut, and he's immediately like, "This is wrong. You shouldn't be cut." And then he's like, "I'm gonna yeah. go to the chief," and I'm like, uh, "Should you though? Uh, conflict yeah. of interest, but okay. You're right. She's yeah. good, but like not from you. <laughs> but also, she didn't get cut." Yeah, it's not an, a non-issue, but um, anyway, was there something you wanted to say about Weber? I feel like we didn't talk as much about him. No, and I just, like, I oh, wanted to make sure I HR called out that. sending out an email. I'm like, damn, as yeah. the person who's gotten that email, that sucks. Mm. But we also no, kind of knew the, it was coming. Yeah, I mean, it's it's whatever. Uh, my, my only thing I wanted to point out specifically with Weber, I already called out, and that it was, uh, he was being mean to Derek who was very loyal to him the entire time. So that was unreasonable. The other thing I wanted to call out was in, in the scene where they're checking their phone and and Meredith is, Hey, I need you guys to check your phone right now because this crisis is on the brink of our, of our true reality here. Yeah. I, I got vibes like the scene where they're all opening up their, their, uh, their test results, the intern test results. And, yeah. And George is like, oh, yeah, I passed. We're all good. And yeah. he didn't. Yeah. You thought it was going to be that again? I thought it was going to. Someone I thought was going to be lying. There was going to be a reveal where someone was lying was, was my initial reaction. So I don't I don't believe that now because I think they would have addressed that specifically in this episode. But I could be wrong. Maybe that's what 
maybe Izzy actually did get fired with the with the merger, and now she has to leave. I don't know. Well, Anyways, that's all I got. Well, I, I think know, that's. But... Oh right. <laughs> all right. Is there anything anything rated? you forgot? Any notes? I don't know. Probably. I'm very tired, but I'm looking at them, and I think we talked about all of them. <laughs> Let's look. No, I just love that baseball scene. That's so cute. It's that, that truly is such a good scene. Also, gosh, fucking Derek being a good guy, consoling people, and Olivia did mm-hmm, not yeah. deserve to die. Uh, also, when he's like, yeah, telling her, he's like, if you need a job recommendation, like, mm. uh, please let me help. I do think that's a very good Derek moment. Like, he is doing like what he can in that moment for people. A man of the people, Derek mm-hmm. Shepard, shepherding the flock. Um, all right, let's rate it. Uh, make some more predictions. All right. Don't hate I'm me. I'm going to say, okay, go ahead. 2.7. What is it really? <laughs> um, it's, I think it's like a 3.8. <gasps> that was what I was going to say. Shut oh the fuck God. up. We are just right here. Yeah, it's just like it's like a little bit better like there are really good moments but like overall i'm like it's fine like there are moments that take it higher than being just like a three or a three and a half but like overall i'm like it's fine it's an episode of grays you know getting some stuff done setting some stuff up moving forward a little bit having some plot yeah completely agree i i'm not wowed by any one particular storyline yeah and there weren't but- like you know last week we had so many like just knockout performances yeah um which obviously makes sense because last week was still in the the season premiere technically uh but this week it's just you know and it's not that anyone's doing a bad job it's just not like last week was so much obviously they were still in the reeling from the george thing but this week yeah it's it's a good episode of grace but it's it's an episode of grace yeah i i would like to call out that there were good miniature scenes so like the there is a bit of comedic anytime that there's good comedic relief i enjoy it so Mm -hmm. the mark and lexi scene where she's clearly looking at spots that a human would not fit uh when she falls and trips over the blood when she when when that's going on good scenes yeah but yeah it's it there's no way that you fire olivia and get a a, a, a four plus rating yeah. on my on my list not happening not today weber yeah weber if that even is your real name what would adele say you you disgrace her with your actions um okay so um predictions let's say okay first of all predict something with the merger just something there's there's um I, I I still think that there's gonna be some some period of time where Weber's not gonna be in charge and it's gonna be a power struggle of some sort. And and he's I'm gonna predict, okay, this is this is exactly what I'm predicting. There's gonna be a power struggle. Weber is gonna go to Derek, and Derek is gonna be like, I don't know you a damn thing. And he's gonna be like, Oh, how the turntables. And then it's going to turn around and Weber will say, look, I'm so sorry. And then Derek says, that's all I needed to hear, bro. And then they're going to go kill the beast. And Gaston shows up and okay. then, and then so, Weber's back in charge. Okay. So when Weber's not in charge, who's in charge? Cause I think before Gaston. you said an outside person. Yeah. 
So still Gaston. an outside person. It's Gaston. Yeah. Gaston. No, it's it's person. um I think they'll hire some sort of external person entity as an interim mm-hmm. uh chief of surgery who apparently right. runs the entire hospital organization. And they will do a, a bad job, but it, they were brought on with the intent of doing the merger and carrying the hospital forward, but it's not going to go well. And they're going to be like, oh yeah, we fucked up. Weber's got to be back in charge. But Derek is going to help him get back in charge for, for some reason and somehow. So, because the board clearly seems to like Derek enough to bring that news to him originally, but we're going to get some sort of star cameo appearance for the interim chief of surgery okay um let's predict mark and lexi mark and lexi my 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 hope is that they're getting married like tomorrow my hope. uh season the season seven finale is their marriage their wedding okay um and Cali in Arizona. I'm, I'm, my hope and my predictions are different on this one. My hope is that they're together forever because I love them together. My prediction is ultimately Callie will not be able to work in the same hospital as Weber. I'm predicting they do not bury the hatchet and Callie leaves the show before Arizona leaves the show. And they do not do long distance. It's going to be like a Han breakup situation. But mm-hmm. instead of losing Han and keeping Cali, we're losing Cali and keeping Arizona. When does this go down? That is going to go down in the season six finale. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. What up? This is episode three. Season six, episode 19. <laughs> Carmen's making a really weird face right now. <laughs> um, what about Owen and Christina? They're going to keep boning. Okay. We're going to, I I predict something big is going to happen for season six, episode six, six slash six. And it's going to cause Owen to finally reveal the traumas that he has gone through. But it's going to be big. Something big is going to happen. Like, okay. I'm, I'm thinking he's going to be restrained and sedated. Oh, my. That is big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what would happen that would make, like, I'm confused as to what would happen that would make him be that. Gun Gunshots in the hospital. Ah. Um, in season six, episode six. Yeah. So in three episodes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what does Christina have to do with that? She's the one who's going to get shot. Okay. Not dead. She shoots him. Not dead. <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah. It's dark. Um, Meredith and Derek. They're good. They're good for now. For now. For now. Um, until Addison uh, comes back in season six, episode four. <laughs> Actually, you need to check and make sure she's not coming back. Oh shit! Oh she's no! She's coming back in episode eleven. Oh no! I have <laughs> so much private practice to watch. Shit. Okay, we should start that now, probably. Oh no! How many episodes do I need to watch? 
30? I'll do some, I'll do some off-screen math. Fuck. <laughs> Probably. Gosh, fuck. <laughs> well, no, they were okay. they were in season five. Wasn't the big crossover event in season five? It was in season five, yeah. So I only have probably one season to get through. Probably. Yeah. yeah or probably. maybe maybe 15, 16 episodes. I'll look it like up. That. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll All figure right. it out. Um, what other things do I need to predict? Um, mm, uh, I don't know. I think we're good. Alex and Izzy, you you said something during the episode. You said that they are going to leave together. Is that what you said? Yeah, but I don't I don't know if I love that prediction because some I I believe in my heart that Alex is still on the show in season 19. So I don't know why they would get rid of Alex and Izzy at the same time. Okay, well, this has been fun. I think that's all the predictions. Do you have any just other things you would like to, and any heinous predictions you would just like to make because of who you are? Yeah. Thatcher's the one who shoots Christina. <laughs> okay. Excellent. He goes on a bender, goes <laughs> off the wagon, shoots Christina, and it sends Owen into a rage of PTSD and violence and he chokes out Thatcher and maybe that's how Lexi dies trying to get Owen off Thatcher that's my full heinous prediction okay thank you now I do have one more heinous prediction I don't like these (laughs) we normally cut these out (laughs) that's why you've never heard them guys I got a heinous prediction and an anus prediction (laughs) Alex gets hemorrhoids next episode. Okay. Um, it's a literal anus prediction. Let's wrap it up. Thank you guys the so anus? much for listening. Um, please follow us on all the things. Please email us. Message us on Instagram. Follow us on the Patreon. Um, tweet about us. Tell all your friends in the world about us. Just post about us everywhere that we're not posted about so that other people can find us. Um, we just love doing the podcast and we just want to be able to keep doing it at a greater, greater way, rate and volume. Um, and we appreciate all of the support and we love talking to you guys. But remember, if you talk to Carmen, no spoilies, don't do it. Don't think about it. If you see me on the street, take a selfie, ask for an autograph. I'll be happy to do both and then charge you. Yeah. High five. I'll charge you for all of those. Uh, a cool, shiny, fresh, fresh minted nickel from the Delaware minting facility. And uh, most importantly, no spoilies. Just remember that. We appreciate you. We love you. And we will see you all in the next one.